the Alphas are proud to initiate the creation of ETAF, Emerging Technology Alpha Funds Federation. Under the leadership and vision of Dr. Paul Dominique, ETAF is a federation of funds that will invest in emerging technologies, especially in the telehealth industry. The raison d'etre of ETAF is to empower the startup and technologies of tomorrow to emerge strong and liberal post-COVID. Dr. Dominique and his team are dedicated to support the best technologies out there while looking to bring down the cost of medical and dental procedures. Our goal is to democratize and to empower healthcare. Telehealth is a prominent vertical at ETAF. Cryptocurrencies, fintech, personal growth and psychedelics are other verticals that ETAF will empower. If you want to be part of the leaders of tomorrow, reach out. ETAF, Emerging Technologies Alpha Funds Federation. Welcome to the Alphas. Hi, I'm Dr. Mack. Welcome to the Alphas. A year ago, we started a crazy journey. It was COVID, everybody was stuck home, we were benched, and then we started connecting. Within a year, it's amazing the kind of friendship and progress that we've done. Last year on the Alphas, Dr. Back recorded two series of podcasts, Million Dollar Mindset, 40 episodes, and The Alpha Show, 30 episodes. Within the Alphas, he co-wrote and published six books with two more to follow soon. Aftermath, April 2020, written with Dr. Eric Lacoste. Relevancy, May 2020, with co-author Dr. Paul Ouellette and many Alpha guest authors. Midas Touch, June 2020, with co-author Dr. Julio Reynafaja and Dr. Paul Ouellette. The Power of DR, June-July 2020, in collaboration with the Global Summit Institute founded by Dr. Kian Ashar, with co-author Dr. Pavel Krastev and many guest authors. The Modern Woman, August 2020, with co-author Dr. Emily Letran and guest author Sharon Lecter. Touchstone, November 2020, with co-author Dr. Ken Sirota. All these books are available on Amazon, Apple Books and at Barnes and Noble. We wrote The Future and the hope of this industry, the dental industry. A year ago, we were strangers. Today, we are partners. Today, we are your anchors. The office has built up the reputation throughout the world to thrive on leadership, on innovation. And it's my privilege to announce to you that we'll be announcing the creation of a federation of funds from the Alpha Summits and Talks, we are proud to announce the creation of an investment fund federation, ETAF. The Alpha was also the scene for a huge merge of tens of millions of dollars with the buyout of Coldwell Banker Quebec. This year, we are announcing the creation of AMP, Alpha Merger Protocol, to help companies and CEO to bring their company public, not through IPO but through SPAC's special purpose acquisition company. On this Dr. Back just accepted to join forces with one of the leading telehealth company in the USA to bring them to market. And guess what? We are just warming up. Unfortunately, we don't like to read that much anymore. So we create a new format, the combo format. Combo meaning that you have the paperback version, but also you will have access to the audio version of that book. By today, we're the only one in the world having this kind of combo. They are distributed by Amazon and Barnes & Noble. 
In the same time, Dr. Back has developed and launched successfully a new platform to enjoy books and stories, UAX, streaming on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music and all major streaming outlet. Many it's a movie without image. Developed to entertain you and to stimulate your visual cortex throughout the reading of an audiobook. And we're not done yet. This has been a great year with the release of five albums distributed by all major music outlets. Five albums out. Streaming on Apple Music, Spotify and Amazon Music. In the meantime, Dr. Back scored the new world record of writing 72 books within 36 months and he did that with 10 days in advance. You know what? Voice Number has picked up on a trend. Today, they're publishing our book within days after it reached Amazon. So even this will be accessible to you because Dr. Back has become a publishing company too. Yes, we will sharing with you our secrets and our tools, opening up to you the Alpha Protocols, a way to write your book within 24 hours of your working time and publishing them within a month to Amazon, Apple Books, Kindle and Barnes and Noble. I wrote by hand 1.16 million words, but you won't have to. The Alpha Protocol will be available to everyone by 2022. In 2021, it will be available exclusively to support CEOs and companies' founders to help them prepare their road to IPO and mergers. On this, I am so glad to announce to you that I'll be starting my journey of taking 50 grand in a portfolio and try to bring it to a million. Follow his journey in Cryptoconomy 101. This will be a book, but also a blog and part of the Million Dollar Mindset podcast. Writing books brought me to meet so many people. And those people are all bringing their part of knowledge on the table. Oh, and one last thing. Dr. Back is right now at his 88th book. He is running to set the next world record of writing 100 books within four years. He will have until the end of August this year to set his new world record. If last year was crazy, this year promised to be even better. I can't wait to see what you'll be doing with our tools. I can't wait to hear your story, your hope, your dreams. Because if there's one thing we've learned throughout this crisis is COVID brought us closer together. Celebrate with us the first anniversary of the Alphas. I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the Alphas. Hi, I'm Dr. Back. This is COVID Economics. Welcome to the Alphas. We are in the capital city. This is where the important decisions are taken for the good of the nation. I would love to start with the fact that I'm so grateful to our leaders who have stepped up to the task to take care of the population. This crisis has been hard, but if you just ask around, all around the world, we have been very well taken care of. For this, I thank our leader. I thank all of those who put their neck on the line to provide us with some security, some stability. Most of us has been silenced 
And some of us has been so prompt to embrace the criticism of what could be better. Things can be so much worse. I am not defending anybody, just citing the facts. The reason why I am doing COVID economics is not as a support to our government. It's not a criticism to our government either. This is my country. We are part of this country. And this is something that might change after this crisis. We are now citizens of the world. If anything, this virus has blur and fade our boundaries, our borders, our frontiers, even if the borders are closed. And if you look around, you can see that there are barriers everywhere. That hasn't stopped us to think, to live, to act. The real barriers that you see that might stop us, that will be fear, that will be anger, that will be intolerance. Those are the barriers that I am looking and wishing to defeat. I start this journey saying that we are under siege. Yes, the virus has caused us to react. The real enemy besieging us is fear. As I travel the country, I can see that people are still very hopeful at the eve of the holiday season. So I'm asking you, with what are we replacing our hope with? Fear. Coming with fear is intolerance. Coming with intolerance would be anger. And following anger would be the polarization of society. There will be no any middle ground anymore. People will be going to the extremes. Every time something happens, you can either just follow that line or, or going to the exact opposite direction. Wherever that will lead us, we will end up in a bipolar society. Peace, harmony. Those happen in between the opposite, not from the opposite. I will take this opportunity to share with you a wisdom of one of my friends and mentors, Dr. Jean Dessert. If we want to move forward, we have to build from the difference. This is me trying to build bridges between our perspective, between our difference, to hope to find unity in this crisis. I'm Dr. Back. This is Covid Economics. Welcome to the office. Hi, I'm Dr. Back. This is Cove Economics. Welcome to the office.
Hi, I'm Dr. Bai. Welcome to the office. Today we are at the Royal York Hotel Fairmount in Toronto. And it's a shame. When we say that our downtowns have become ghost towns, this is not an exaggeration. We have to do something. We have to wake up. Not to rebel, but to wake up. The danger of what I'm doing here is that people will misinterpret what I'm trying to do. I'm not criticizing the government. I'm not telling you to rebel, to riot. On the contrary, they are fighting COVID. I am fighting another virus. The virus I am fighting is fear. Fear that will grow into intolerance, that will polarize society. This is what COVID economics is about. To find the underlying trends that are right now starting, that will affect generations ahead. And to turn around those trends right away, to stop the trend where they had barely started. I would love nothing more than to be proven wrong writing COVID economics. From the bottom of my heart, that would be my deepest wish. That would also mean that either I was wrong or that I have successfully convinced you to reverse the trend. COVID economics is not about me. It's not even about you. It is about our children. It is about our future. It is about what we are living as a legacy. You know that phrase saying that we should leave the world better than we receive it? Is this the case? No criticism. I am just raising the question. And those questions are about what are we doing with the consequences? I'm addressing you, all of you at home. If you have perspective, if you have vision, if you have solutions, let's come together to rebuild differently, to rebuild smarter, to rebuild with the respect of what we have received, not throwing everything out of the window and see what's left. To survive is not the same thing than to thrive. And fighting COVID will keep you alive. Fighting fear will keep you free. I'm Dr. Bat. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And hopefully, we'll see each other again. Welcome to the office.
we are living today in a movie in which we are part of the background. If you just look at the mirror in the morning, you are waiting for your next chapter to be written by somebody else. But we are living that movie every day. The consequences are us to bear. COVID economics is not about criticizing the government. It's not about saying what can be better. It's about understanding the trend that are forming as we are reacting to this virus. I have based COVID economics on the five layers of grief. Every time that people have grief, they have to go through five stages so they can accept the change that's happening. You have denial, then you have depression, you have anger, you have bargaining, and then finally you have acceptance. This is what happened to each of us since COVID hit. The five degrees of evolution that we'll be treating in COVID economics. The first one is an event that happened. Then there's a reaction of how we're reacting to that event. Following our reaction, there are consequences. So that's the third level. From the consequences, there's some trends that will be emerging. And if those trends are not addressed, they will set a new reality. Through a five degrees of evolution, we have a clear map of what will happen in a society if things are still going the way that they are. Public economics is not about being right, it's not about being wrong, it's not about being precise. It's about mapping the possibilities of the future based on facts, based on the way that the crowd will be reacting, also based on our psychology. This is a food court and uh, it is empty. This is just a reflection of what our economy is. I started COVID economics six months ago. I was wondering what life would be after COVID. It's going to be my first time in an airport since COVID hit, so that's close to a year and a half now. I realized that we need to travel because that's the only way to force our mind to open. God knows that we need to open our mind right now in our hearts. The virus that has no vaccine against is fear. This is the one that I am going against. Try to resist fear. Try to make sure that people will stay as open as before. We went a long way as a society. It will be a shame that a virus take us backwards so badly. I'm Dr. Back. Thank you for watching. This is Covid Economics. Welcome to the office. The real danger here, we are reacting mainly and we're reacting to fear. This is driving us in our own future. When I said that we are living in a movie which were part of the background because the driver's seat has been left for fear. Is that an answer?
I won't tell you which one is a good answer. I'll let you make up your own mind. But from here, now that we have a mapping of what will happen next, and what kind of society we'll be growing into, it is up to us to decide if we want to keep that or not. The government telling us to stay home, that's the first event. That's just one degree. How we react to that, it's a second degree. And the consequence coming from our action is a third degree. So we have so many levels on which we can have an impact on without even going to defy the laws, to defy the governments, to defy obedience. This is not about a critique of the management of this crisis. This is about the evolution of the situation. That's the mechanism. That being said, if we want this to be precise, we need to understand every perspective, everybody's reality, and everybody will be invited to join. You are invited to join. Things will be evolving based on your perspective, and the way that you see life, and based also on your interests. For as long as we can follow the line of thoughts, it will be easier for everybody to understand where this is leading. Our advantage is not to criticize the event, it is that we still have a power on how we're going to react to an event. The consequence will come from there and how we react to those consequences. We have full power. The idea now is to be aware. Bonjour tout le monde, mon nom est Brenda Garcia, je suis conseillère internationale et j'ai eu l'immense privilège d'être invitée par Dr Bach pour son tout nouveau projet qui touche la covid économie. La covid économie, c'est tout simplement une opportunité pour nous de repenser le futur, de repenser comment on va redémarrer notre économie, comment on va redémarrer notre société après les circonstances un peu bizarroïdes qu'on a connues ces derniers temps. Et le but ici, c'est de faire en sorte qu'on sera tous impliqués à notre façon pour brainstormer, pour apporter des solutions innovatrices, créatives, pour permettre aux gens d'avoir un mot à dire parce que cette société, elle nous concerne tous, ce futur nous concerne tous et il faut qu'on fasse tous partie de ce mouvement. Covid Economics, c'est le fait de créer justement cette plateforme pour échanger. Mon nom est Brenda Garcia, ceci est Covid Economics. Bienvenue chez les Alphas. Hi, I'm William Bach. This is COVID Economics. Welcome to the Alphas. It's COVID time. Six months has been passed. Time goes fast and we have to go to school work. But mask and two meters has changed everything. COVID has changed everything since six months staying at home. As you see, well, I want to help you guys how to not be bored at home and how to not be alone at home and do nothing like I did in the past. And actually, having fun is something good for you because it gets your energy way more up to do more stuff. First rule of having fun. Actually, no, no rules. This how to have fun. 
Having fun at home is most of the time playing video games or playing with your toys. There's another way. Maybe you don't know it. It's actually doing work. Work is sometimes for you boring. Sometimes I say it's boring too. But sometimes it's fun doing work. If you have a father like mine, Dr. Buck, who is a smart person, funny, nice person to me, and who really trusts me, and I really trust him, well, you can have a lot of fun doing jokes, all that stuff I don't work. But at the same time, if you want to have real fun, I have lost many times, but I do not want to give up. I want to continue winning. I want to continue my way to win. That's how it is. And please, do your stuff by yourself. Don't always depend on your parents. And when I back to your head, cool, I salute you. And I'm Alpha Alpha. Yay! What's good economics? It's it's what we're living right now. It is the future of society based on COVID. And what kind of future we'll be living in and what kind of consequences this will bear on a long stage. So let's start with something simple. Social distancing. This has been brought on board because we're trying to limit the spread of the virus and we try to witness battle. But since that happened, Nine months happened, and this has repercussion on our way of life on society. So the decree was for us to stay apart, two meters apart. Now, what kind of reaction did we have from that? Most people obeyed blindly. Then some people start to have resistance. And then we have a position of the position. The people who want to respect the social norms were now criticizing those who were not following the rules. So we kind of divided people into two groups. And this was the first case. Social distancing, what happened if you're following social distancing? Mostly your life happened now on a screen. If you have the comfort of being at home, you have maybe a 15-inch screen. If not, that's going to be your 6-inch screen from your iPhone. And the only diversity you'll be having is change from one to the next. Work, school, sex, entertainment, everything happened from that screen. Now more important than electricity and hot water, it's now our internet connection. So to summarize, social distancing push us to interact online. But being online, have you noticed how we behave? We don't have that politeness anymore. Being online, it seems like we do not have any filters anymore, that everything is right away and you can say whatever is through your mind, that there are no consequences for that. That was true before. But what happened when now 100%
or more than 80% of your interaction is following that trend. Would you keep your filters after that? And remember that we are more and more depressed, we're more and more pushed to anger. So what are we keeping inside? It's, it's emerging. So from social distancing, we are changing our habit, our behaviors. And that will lead now, at a third degree, to an implosion of our values. Since we do not have to answer to people, social distancing has kind of created a situation where we do not have peer belongings anymore. And you know, as a society, we love to, to get together and we're defined by the people surrounding us. Now that we are isolated at home, who is defining us? The people we meet online. And what happened? People are not who they say they are online. So our self-identity, it's highly tested. And we are depending on that image to know where we're going. Just for example, religion will never be the same anymore. If you stop going to church for the last year, will you go back? Some people will out of guilt. They will go to church every day after that. But most people will never come back. So that will leave a void. And what we're we going to fill that void is with the cult of me. And I'm not saying that I'm the best, I'm the prettiest. I'm... No, the cult of me today, it's I don't care. Let's just reset the whole thing. Just like our children has grown used to the social network, which they call games. So that's the third degree. What is the fourth degree? The trend emerging from all of this is that we are living in a cyber society. You want some proof of that? Look at cryptocurrency. It has never hit a level as high. Because now people believe in something that no governments control. And when we talk about the internet or the cyberspace, our governments are not ready to rule on cyberspace since there's no jurisdiction yet. There's no clear jurisdiction yet. So what happened when most of us are pushed to the cyberspace where the laws are not defined completely yet? Where the, even the money we use is shifting as we speak? And we did all of that to try to avoid a virus. Look at where we're going. Now we're trading everything, our life, from a, a real virus to go online, where viruses cost thousands to be made. Where viruses will not happen within 100 years. They, will, they might happen twice a day. And this is what we call safe. So this is the new trend in which we are evolving since the last nine months to go online to go exclusively online. That would be the problem. And since our government is now based on a physical area, so if you live in a space, this is where you're gonna vote. If you work in a space, so there's a way for you to, to just go around an area and this is how the government will know that you are a citizen, you are paying your tax and you're having the service from that area. Now, going online, we're mobile. From our kids that might go to school online, 
from work from home and for those people who've lost their job who've lost their business who lost their, even their home there's nothing keeping them where they are anymore so people will be moving around freely as long as the borders will allow that so to move from one country to the next will not be that easy but to move from one city to the next to move from one province to the next or state to the next it was something that will be hard for, for everybody to follow. So what happened to our governments? Before this, we have a reverse pyramid of society, meaning that there are more people that might need the services than people are, that are working to provide those services. Now with this, the pyramid just exploded. Just think with me, if the condition or to push people to be mobile. Who you think will move and who you think will stay? Those moving are the ones who have the capability to move, and those staying are usually the weakest, those without the means, the elder, and the sick. So just think with me. What happened if now some cities have citizens who are mainly those people who cannot work? We'll be providing for them. This sounds like a strip straight from Hollywood, but just follow the line of thoughts. This is something that will happen the day that the trend has become a new reality. From the bottom of my heart, I just wish to be wrong. Please prove me wrong. Tell me what we can do to avoid that to happen. And if you want a proof that that might happen, our schools, you know that our governments are spending billions of dollars to try to save us from this crisis. Most people are paying the taxes as before, but now some job has disappeared, some company has gone bankrupt, and it will just get worse. So mostly, governments will make less money. They have to spend more. Now that they close down the school, what do you think is gonna happen? Some, somewhere, somebody will realize that keeping our children at home is cheaper than to have them at school. Even if the vacation ministry will say that, no, no, for sure, we're going to keep the school open. The order one day will come from way up, saying that we can't afford it anymore. Our children will have to study from home, and it is proven that if this works. That day, you know that I was right. Because now the mobility of the population will be reaching a new level. I'm Dr. Back. This is Cover Economics. And please... Prove me wrong. With the AMP Alpha Merger Protocols, Dr. Back and Alpha experts will be advising and helping companies and startups to join the big leagues, aka the stock market. It is the dream of most entrepreneurs to see their company traded in the stock market and to have access to the necessary resources to grow their company and vision. Through SPAC, special purchase acquisition companies, which have the favor of Wall Street and of the investment community, Dr. Back and experts of the Alphas will be prepping companies to successfully merge with a SPAC. In other words, to be traded on Wall Street. The mandates are on a one-on-one -on -one basis. More and more experts and Alphas of the financial world are joining in for this particular purpose. If you have a company and are looking for the ultimate evolution, if you are a startup in the era of digitalization and are looking at huge market and still looking for capital, reach out. You are the next big thing. We are helping you to acquire the funds to make it so. Hundreds of billion of dollars are waiting to be invested as we speak. 
Welcome to the Alphas. After accumulating world records writing books and developing strategic partnership with Apple Books, Apple Music, Amazon, Kindle and Amazon Music, Barnes & Noble, and Spotify, Dr. Back is proud to share his tools and connections with all of you. For those looking to write a book and to be distributed by the giants of the books and music industries, Dr. Back is bringing to you the Alpha Protocols. The Alpha Protocols are a series of protocols allowing entrepreneurs, visionaries and leaders to narrate their thoughts into books, audiobooks combo, UAX and more. If Dr. Back wrote more than 1.2 million word by himself, you won't have to, thanks to the Apollo Protocol. You don't even have to be a writer. With the Apollo Protocol, we are bringing you from an interview and 24 hours of your working time to a book distributed by Amazon and Apple Books within 30 days. From there you will have access to elevate your book to the other protocols available. The Echo Protocol will empower each author distributed by Dr. Back Publishing Company to have an audio version produced and to be available on combo paperback, audiobook format, distributed exclusively by Amazon and Barnes & Noble. The UAX Protocol is the ultimate upgrade of your book, elevating your book to blockbuster status, streaming with the artists on Apple Music, Spotify and Amazon Music. This is your bridge to the pop culture and to make your content contemporary. The Alpha Protocols are available through the services offered by Emotive World Inc. Welcome to the Alphas. Hi everyone, my name is Brenda Garcia. I'm International Counselor and I had the tremendous opportunity to be invited by Dr. Bach on his latest endeavor revolving around the topic of COVID economics. So what is COVID economics? We're all concerned, we're all involved in this new endeavor without knowing it. Because as Bach said, right now what's happening in the world, the rebooting of this economy, the rebooting that we need to perform after this crisis, is targeting every single one of us. We all have a role to play. And the objective of this new endeavor is to create a way for everyone to be able to share, to be able to exchange ideas, to brainstorm all together in order to find crucial solutions and key points in order to go forward in this crisis that's targeting every one of us. Because we will go through it and we just need to have everyone included. And at the heart of this endeavor is the project targeting the Alphas. So when I was approached to be part of this endeavor called the Alphas, I was wondering, what is an Alpha? How am I going to find my way into this universe labeled under this term? So right away, I thought about a Wolfpack, right? A Wolfpack has a male Alpha, who not only is the leader of the Wolfpack, who is not only a dictator that's gonna tell everyone in the group how to behave. No, it's the protector. To me, that is what an Alpha is. It is the protector, the person who's going to make sure that everyone in his community will be involved, will be safe, will be protected, and will have his needs responded to. So to me, it is a tremendous privilege to be able to share with other 
people considering themselves alphas because our objective here is just gonna, going to be about finding interesting solutions to make sure that we can all advance together and move forward. And it certainly does not need to be a male who has this role of alpha. I'm here to also tell you that no matter who you are, you can also be part of this. I'm here to tell you that as a woman, as a youth, as an immigrant, we all have interesting feedback to give and to provide in this crazy circumstances. So let's all join forces and let's continue moving forward. Welcome to the Alphas. Hey, welcome to the Alphas, I'm Dr. Back. I'm in the heart of Toronto. As you can see, uh, it's a ghost town. Not ghosts, because there's still some people walking around, but this is not the Toronto that we know. This is not what we expect from the Queen City. COVID has changed drastically our way of living our expectation, and the way that we see life. So I'm doing this series and I'm traveling legally and safely uh, throughout the country to just try to have the pulse of a country. Of the trend that are lying under the fear under our reaction, or under the, the depression of COVID. COVID economics will be covering what if this trend continues. And from the bottom of my heart, I just wish that I'll be proven wrong. It's the first time I write a book addressing something else than positivity. This one will be addressing uh, possibilities. Help me to reverse those trends that are starting, trends that might change the future and life as we know. This is not just about us, it is mainly about our children and what kind of society they will grow into. I'll be asking for friends and uh, smart people to pitch in. Hopefully they'll be joining in. It's about our hope for the future, and especially for the next generation. You at home, if you have any ideas, perspective to share, please write to me.
Kevin Tonomics. And also back. Welcome to the office. I'm Dr. Back. This is COVID Economics. I am traveling. I'm now at the Trudeau Airport in Montreal. I'm flying to Vancouver. I must tell you that I am very glad to start traveling again. The traveling has changed some time. I'm at the airport and I can tell you that everybody has a mask. Is it the mask that's provoked this kind of barrier? I'm not sure. It's been a year and a half. Let's hope that the future will be brighter will be back to normal soon. For those of you who are wondering about vaccination, I am in a domestic flight and I have my two doses of vaccine, but nowhere I have been asked to prove that I have been vaccinated. And somehow relieved that vaccination was not a new passport. And on that, I'm grateful to our governments to have used this mutation. It is a personal choice. I'm back to back. This is COVID Economics. Welcome to the office. Hi, my name is Trani Bo. This is COVID Economics. Welcome to the Alpha. COVID, eh, I mean, this is the, the event that most of people don't see it happening. So it's a shock. It's a shock when it's happened. It's a pandemic. It's a world pandemic. Actually, I'm an entrepreneur and a COO of MDEX. It's been very hard. It's been more than a year and a half that I've been working daily very hard since the COVID because so many things change. But I love the challenge. I love to see also my team, the bounding, it's more solid right now. I can say that it's, it's a journey. We don't see the future. Normally, we plan for the six months, three years, and then five years ahead. When COVID happened, we just try to see, okay, what's going to be for next week? We're waiting for the news. Uh, we're waiting to see what's happening. So there's so many factors that we cannot control that could affect our plan, our expansion plan. Also, the way that people working, the change and also how to adapt. This is the more challenge. What have changed? I think that everything about internet, everything that can go like less contact. Um, there's some regulation also that have changed since COVID. The resistance before is a question of control. Right now, it's a question of survive, a question of how can we go through it. I'm sure so many things going to change in different area, different aspect. But as a human aspect, I think that we just appreciate more life, appreciate more also relationship with people that we love, and then to be just thankful. Personally, I see that I went through the COVID to be stronger, to be also more efficient, and mostly to have, again, my team, 
without our teeth, we cannot go through it. Also, my partners, I can see also how people get together and then make things happen. I can see that we win after the, well, we're still on the COVID right now. As a woman, to be entrepreneur, it's hard because we have to be also sometimes the role of a daughter, a mom, to, to have a family and take care of that. What I can suggest is fight partner, build your team. Uh, it's hard to do everything by yourself. It's possible to have family, career, have also a business. Just manage the team, work as a team. I think that's the success, the key of success. Be alone, it's it's gonna be very hard. Yeah. The advice that can give it continue to fight, continue to find solution. Uh, every problem come with an opportunity. So we can see that we gain also other opportunity that before the COVID we didn't have and be open. We just open and then today with internet, it's open to the world. Learn from other also, share information with them, connect. And this is how we learn how to go through it. Also to be transparent, talk with our team, mentor, to have the advice. Keep going, keep going. It's a marathon and we continue to run. Sometimes it's very hard mentally. That's why we need to have people that guide us and people that share also the pain sometimes that we have to go through. I'm very lucky to have my partners, the team. A lot of hope in the future. Through the pandemic, I can see that we are human uh, it's meant to survive of course stronger gonna be win on that learn from what happening and then uh, find solution hopefully it's not another pandemic on the future but if something happened we know what to do yeah i'm very uh, optimistic for the future for the next generation i'm willing to learn and open also i'm tranivo thank you for watching this is COVID economics Welcome to the Alphas. Hey, I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the MX Mansion. If you give me just a minute to introduce myself, I'll tell you that I am a first-class easy guy. <laughs> With everything that you heard of me, everything you saw from me, I did all of that because I'm lazy. Being lazy doesn't mean that you don't have to do shit. It doesn't mean that you don't have to go through shit to get things done. So for as long as you are focused on the result, be as lazy as you want. Is that progress? If you ask me, if you are minded on the result, that's progress. Today I'm proud to say I'm lazy. I'm Dr. Back, thank you for watching. Yeah, I'm lazy. Calm down before you stress up the groove. The energy a little different when the blessings are UAX Ultimate Audio Experience is a new platform to learn and enjoy books and stories. 
developed by Emotive World Incorporated, under the leadership of Dr. Back, UAX are made to be entertaining while keeping the self-educational value of a book. UAX is a movie without image designed to engage with the visual cortex of both auditive and visual people, keeping you engaged throughout the audiobook experience. UAX is the blockbuster of the audiobooks. UAX will cover most of Dr. Back's books, and is now negotiating to bring more authors and more titles to the UAX concept. Now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music and available for download on all major music platforms. Give it a try today. Welcome to the Alphas. What's an alpha? An alpha is the first. You ask me why we call ourselves alphas, it's because we're the first one on the scene. We're the first one with an idea, we're the one with vision. I've been asked once in an interview about me and my alphas. Let me just straight up the record. They're not my alphas, they are alphas. The job I'm doing here is to just ease the connection between people with vision, uh, between people who have the drive to do a difference, and people with the need to contribute. Those are alphas. If you look in the Greek alphabet, alphas just mean that that was the first. And if you want a certain continuity to this, a first will have to be followed by other people. So just like common wisdom will say that a great leader will not gather more followers, but they will help more leaders to emerge. This is an alpha. An alpha is somebody who will lead by example, trying to provoke a situation, but also to inspire others to join and to do even better. So by no means we are different. By no means we are special. What is special about us, alphas? It's a will to make a difference, a will to contribute and a will to help. That being said, I think that the alphas are pretty cool. They are awesome. I think that being an alpha is not who we are, it's who we choose to be. The hope I'm bringing here is that we are all alphas, if we choose so. That's how my son at 10 has earned his ways into an alpha. Yes, it's legacy. But trust me, when you're in front of a camera, no matter who your dad is, that will not help you. You need to have something from your heart that you want to share with the rest of the world. And it's going to be for you to decide if that message was worth your time. We live in a very special times where all of the values are tested heavily, daily. To inspire the good out of each other. This is what we need more than ever. For this, I urge you to look in the mirror, to see that light in your eyes, saying that today can be better. We know that you're an alpha and we need you. I'm Dr. Ben. I'm an alpha and so are you.
year and a half ago, I was stuck home looking for answers. Actually, I was facing depression. I was trying to run from it. Then I opened my laptop, I connected to the internet, and I started writing. The alphas came on board. The alphas are all the people that are coming together to share a vision, expertise, to build a better future. I would take this opportunity to share with you what's next. Today, the alpha has a shot to reach Netflix, Amazon Prime, and even the big American networks. It's not done yet, but we have a shot. A year ago, all interests were aligned. That didn't take too long for all of that to fall apart. Very quickly, we'll fall back into our habit of competition, of jealousy, of just trying to be better than the guy next door. Is this really who we are? Especially in COVID time, we're all looking for a way to move forward. So we're traveling around Canada to understand that from one place to the next, things are different. I want to make sure that we cover as most places as possible. We have a great legacy now. We have a great heritage. We are part of this country and we are citizens of this country. We are citizens of the world. For those of you who are eager for more, who would like to reach for something bigger than yourself, It is our duty to take that legacy to build even a better future. Welcome to the office. I'm Dr. Bach. I stand for Canada. I stand for prosperity. I stand for peace. Standing on top of the world in Canada. I'm Dr. Mike. This is Comic Comics. Welcome to the office.